Hey everybody, welcome to the Mount Deer Podcast. It's deer season and we're on our way north. Love it. East and north, working our way almost into New Hampshire now. And uh, it's a great feeling. It's it, a great feeling it to is just a great be feeling. finally headed. So right now, um, Dad and I are in the truck. We're in Mountain Deer and uh, we got the puff following us up. He's not on the podcast, but he's here in the rearview mirror. So he's here in spirit. He could interrupt at any minute on the radio. Yeah, he's he's on. We got the radios on, so if he uh, he starts talking, you definitely you'll hear it. <laughs> yeah, if he says something inappropriate, we may have to edit him out. I'm just saying, or he may just suddenly and he, he doesn't know we're doing this. He doesn't know. I I right. I didn't tell him. Hopefully that he would chime in and we'd have something to laugh about here. But uh, we have uh, Ryan's on his way up. He's coming from Maine, uh, so he's coming from Southern Maine, headed up to camp. So. Uh, he's uh, gonna meet us there and uh, hopefully we're gonna get out in the woods today we might just go for a quick little jaunt around stretch your legs out see what the woods like uh, look like and uh, it's gonna be a great deer season I don't know about you guys but I am so ready for this I'm so ready for deer season I'm ready to put all this back I could use a recoil fix yeah oh, like for sure a little bit of shooting um, I think that's part of the plan this year a little bit of gun usage for certain um, I'm looking forward to just relaxing and being out in the woods again. Um, looking forward to uh, making videos. Like, and it sounds like we're going to be warm weather this week, so yeah, this yeah. will actually be a great opportunity to do a bunch of that. Actually, let's pull out the phone right and now. We'll see what happens. Looks like warm, warm weather's most of the time. Yeah, right now uh, it's about 60 degrees, and it's really not going to dip below 60 degrees for the next uh, next 10 days. How cold is it at night? Oh, uh, it's. Uh, it's mixed, you know. There's at, at altitude, it's going to be in the 30s, so we'll probably have frost yep. first thing in the days, and then it'll burn off as we go. And yep. uh, Saturday and Sunday this coming week, because uh, today is the today's the 30th, um, and a week from now, next weekend, it's going to be some rain. So Saturday might be a good change of weather day. So there's a good chance that Saturday is going to be a good day yep. next week. You know, um, most of the time those moon phase changes are yeah. usually unsettled weather. Um, so you get three days of certain kind of weather and then three days of something else generally. Um, but when that moon vane switches between, it's usually a little windier, a little rainier, a little, yep. little messed up in between things. So looking forward to that. That should be a good time to be out there a little bit. Yeah, the, we'll end of, the end of this coming week is going to be a little bit better of a chance for to get a little movement, yeah. especially when the clouds and... You know, right before inclement weather's coming in, Friday might be a little windier, which is kind of also going to be a good day. That's, that's one of the things that when the weather is like what we've got right now, and it's almost the same everywhere, um, that we need some wind. You know, the it's not a big deal if it's dry and it's a little bit warmer, but you at least need a breeze. You need something. You need some more movement. You need a change because if it's real hot, stale, you know, the deer are not going to be moving that much, and it's just going to be even harder to get close to them. So one of the things we're thinking about is, we're going to be hunting around some water. We're going to be hunting in the shade. We're going to be hunting on the edge of where nice thick greenery is. and Elevation. You know, right, and, and get some elevation, either way down in the bottom or way up at the top. That's kind of our game plan for right now. Um, and, of course, we'll, we'll see how that fits uh, when we get to the woods. But that's kind of what we're, what we're going to start with. And a lot of times, like, we'll, we'll be doing some major scouting and walking and moving and looking for any amount of sign i think if you come around to some rubs or anything like that the buck's probably right there someplace 
Um, all the bucks that have been coming in the shop that I've been seeing, you know, either reporting or that became in the shop that are dead. I've been looking at all the uh, antlers and about half of them are rubbing pretty hard on trees and about half of them hardly doing it at all. Um, had one 10 year old there from Vermont and his hair all around the bases of, of his rack had not been cut off at all. Everything was like an inch and a half long right around the base of his antler burrs. Like he hadn't been rubbing at all, so it goes to show some of them will be will be into it, and some of them won't. Um, we're hoping the big ones are into it a little bit, so we could find something, right? Yeah, my gosh. Um, and and a lot of times they may not be after that signpost big stuff right off the bat right now. You know, a lot of times uh, last year we had like three big signposts. We went and checked them, and there was nothing on them till about the middle of the month. So, you know, some of those doesn't mean they ain't around. You know, if you, you see an older signpost that hasn't been pounded, don't worry about that. It doesn't mean that there ain't something around somewhere. Um, so that'll be something. And we'll see what happens. Um, the other reason that we like to have at least some wind um, is to help break us up a little bit. You know, you get a little movement in the woods, you get a little bit of sound in the woods, and it takes away some of their senses just a little bit because we're going to be, you know, hiking around, sneaking and peeking and looking and trying to locate things and figure out where stuff is. Um, also, too, we're going to be, like, looking for tracks nonstop in the mud, the dirt, any place soft and wet. Um, we're going to be checking those spots, you know, um, just just looking for something to prove that there's a deer around and and especially something real recent like within you know sign within the last week or two um pointing us to where we need to like try and pinpoint a deer that hasn't really gotten going yet but he's a nice one so like all i need is just just show me one big track in a in a valley or a side hill and i'm going to start poking around some more right that's all i want to see just something to show me there's a nice one right there someplace and now we can get something to focus on to get us started yeah if you end up so one of the things that i might do is if i find a really good scrape or if i find a rub that's pretty fresh um if it's the beginning of the day, I'll kind of hang out there and just still hunt and not really cover too much ground. Because if the deer are moving, you know, towards the end of the night or the beginning of the night, it's so like the end of the day as well. Those are spots where if you just want to like, you know, just park it, find a good spot, a good vantage point where you can see maybe there's some feed or whatever. But if that's a runway and that's between where they're hanging out during the day when it's hot and where they're going to eat and move around where it's night finding those corridors and at, at those transition times of the day those are going to be a great place to hang out but when it's hot and it's like noon one o'clock you might as well go in towards a deeper thicker kind of like quieter and darker forest and swamps and go walk around those and just kind of nice and easy cruise through and remember they're going to be in the shade so when you're looking in the woods it's easy to look where it's light you know, that's one of the things that where you can see the best is where you have a tendency to look. And on days like this, you have to look into the thick stuff. You have to look at the very, you know, the, the kind of the transition between where the brush stops and where the where the open wood starts. That is where they're going to be laying. They're going to be in underneath spruce limbs and stuff like that. They're going to be just trying to stay cool and get out of the sunshine for until it gets dark again. Um, you know, really that's something you want to do. And if you're still hunting and moving around nice and easy, nice and quiet, take your time because the, the stiller, um, and the sunnier it is, the easier they're going to notice when you're coming in and you really, you really need to put the sneak on. When there is a little bit of, uh, wind, especially like when we were bow hunting, you know, when we were kids, we would go to a cornfield on a bright sunny day when there was a little wind. 
And of course the corn is making noise, right? It's rattling in the wind. So it actually helps cover you. And we would crawl into the cornfields and, and we also knew the grassy areas in the cornfields. And a lot of deer would go in and lay down in, in the corn, the standing corn in those grassy areas. Um, and then we started applying that to like those swale grass areas. We'd you know, look down, like Ontario's loaded with those, right? You see these huge swales of, you know, river bottom, oh, yeah. swampy, boggy kind of stuff. Maine's becoming that way pretty yep. bad, and, too. And like down by the seacoast, there's tons of that. I like to get someplace up high where that there's a ton of that swale grass and glass everything. Now, I would look for deer, especially at prime time when they're moving. But I'd also look for uh, places that they bed down in the middle of that. You know, a lot of times if there's one spruce tree or, or one tree with some shade on it and they, they're out in that swale grass, they'll go over to that and lay down and you'll end up finding these beds, right? And I would locate the beds in a big swamp and then come back on them and glass it from a distance and see if he's in it, right? The other thing that we did as kids, we'd, we'd go out and flatten out some of the grass around it just a little bit so we'd have a window to look into it from a vantage point right if i packed down this trail so that i could see it we did that in a couple spots and then we'd go to that spot and look and that buck was bedded down in that right <laughs> now a lot of times some bucks like they may not like you going into that spot right there if you step on it they may not come back to it um, especially if you jumped him out of it but if you happen to be out of it and you went there and saw the bed, and especially if it's a repeat kind of using bed, then those areas that even if it's not that particular spot, but it's that, you know, area, you could really come up with some uh, deer from a distance right in the middle of the day. And it gives you something to do in the middle of the day. It's one of the things about this being so warm and dry and just, you know, you, you want to lay down in the leaves kind of weather that's where I like new spots, right? So I'm not disturbing my good spots or someplace where I, I'm scared to jump them out and move them or, or, you know, have him come on to me, right? But if I go to a new spot and check it out and I happen to jump him and it's his first time and I jump him out of that little spot that he's in and he just shoots right out and I can get a shot at him, well, I'm going to go check that out, right? Yeah. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how the whole thing kind of lays down. It's gonna be really similar to what it's been the last few years. I mean, this is kind of like the new normal is having this stretch of weather in the beginning of November, you know, and it's pretty common. We actually went up on the 9th of October um, just for a walkabout, just stretch our legs, see what the woods look like, uh, what kind of cutting they had done, and uh, we burnt up to the top of one of our favorite little mountains, and uh, we had some snow, and it was pretty windy and it was a little rainy. Um, and they, we hit, you know, we hit a bunch of moose and they were all just kind of down in the, in the thicker, greener stuff, just in the swales between the, you know, the peaks of the mountains, right where it dips down with this little bit of water, a little bit of shade, you know, that's where they're hanging out. And the deer are going to be, deer are going to be doing kind of a similar thing. I know moose tend to bed down a little bit earlier as far as temperature and the time of day goes just because they get a little bit hotter a little bit sooner but you know it's going to be the same kind of behavior with deer they're going to be hanging low during the day and at night they're going to be doing all their business they're going to be walking around they're going to be eating checking each other out bucks are probably going to be making rubs and scrapes at night so if you see anything fresh around that is where you're going to want to be in the early morning and in the evening what we'll probably do um, that differs from how we normally hunt mid-season is we're probably going to get up and at them a little bit earlier. 
when the temperature is going to be hot, we're going to get up out of bed. We're not going to sleep in too late, you know, because you have that middle section of the day where you can kind of mess around and, you know, do whatever. And yeah, you could take a nap. Then. But those, but the prime <laughs> time for this season is for this kind of weather early in the season is going to be the end of the day and the beginning of the day. And that's kind of where we're going to put our emphasis and, you know, but of course you can say all of this, but then when you get out there, it might be completely different. You might actually see them in the cuts and they might, you know, that's just, just kind of our hunch, just our starting point. Um, and it's really important to kind of like just having a have a little bit of a strategy when you're going in, but don't don't be too tied to it because when you get there, it might not be the way you thought it was going to be. You want to be flexible, see what uh, what scenarios actually end up turning up for you. This is also just a great time to go looking over new territory too. Um, we like to do we like to check out a few new spots in a lot of places, and then also too, like. If, if you've got two or three nice bucks that you know are hanging in this one general area and now I need a little more information, you could really discover something new. And I'm always looking for the next new hot spot for me, even if it's not a hot spot right, in general for the public or everybody because, you know, there's a lot of places. There's, there's no ground that's untread on, you know, in one way or another. There's some that's less tread on, I guess you could say, and, and that's probably somewhat of a good thing but in general like i don't care about that i don't care how much land is getting used by other people or whatever that that doesn't matter i'm just gonna go i want to find where there's a big deer that's the only thing that matters i just want to be in woods where there's a big deer and of course the more of them there are that's all the better but like that's not overly necessary either and i'm, I'm not real worried about messing too much up or whatever and if i happen to get an opportunity and one wants to pop up he's gonna get it right especially if it's a nice one so um, we'll be a little more selective, but um, we're definitely looking forward to this year getting some stuff on film and making some cool stuff. And, and if we have a little more time and a little more in focus, we've got a bunch of oh, ideas. There's a deer right there on the oh, side of the road, right yeah. in the shade. Yeah, yep. there's, there's, there's a in the shade right now. Yep, right out in the grass, <laughs> right in the shade of a spruce tree. I keep waiting for Jimmy to say something, but he must have missed that Here. one. Hey, Jim, you see that uh, deer on the right? What's that? Nope. I said, did you see the deer that was on the side of the road in the shade there? Missed it. Yeah, it was a nice doe. Yep. It was a nice doe. Did did he get a doe permit? I don't know. Hey, Jim, did you get a doe permit? Radios suck. You, they don't make a, a single he's good got radio. A whole... Oh, he didn't get one. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, me either. Maine doesn't like me. Yeah. That's what I just want a manufacturer to make a decent freaking radio. Worried about his ten bucks. So anyway, at least our yeah. hunch because right now it's about it's just after lunchtime, so it's it's about twelve twenty, twelve thirty ish, and deer laying down right in the shade, trying to stay cool, you know, at least uh in the the Connecticut River Valley, at least they're uh, sticking with what we predicted. So, yep. you know, it might not be that they're hunkered up in tight stuff. They might out might be out in kind of the greener, nicer stuff, but at least they are bedded down in shade. So you gives you a starting place to work with it. You know, if we were hunting around here, that's where we would have gone. And, you know, our hunch just kind of panned out. So food food wise, it would be around anything that's real green. Oh yeah, for right? sure. This time of year, trying to get the yep. moisture, especially when the woods is really dry. They're gonna eat, like the actually day one. Anyone who saw the 
um, day one video that we put out in 21, right on the side of the road, a doe and was it one fawn or two? It was one fawn, one fawn. And they're just eating all this green fluffy leaves right on the side of the logging road. So they really are going to be hammering the greenery right now because their stomachs and all the kinds of feed they're going to be eating is going to change over as the weather changes and things get colder. Were we going to stop up here? Uh, why you want, places you, want, open? you want something to, to eat? eat? Yeah, we can stop. See what we Jim might have says. to pause this podcast to have a bite. Jim, you want to pull over up here and have something to eat? I don't know. Are they all right? Pretty busy, and we'll see. I don't know. Pull over. Why not? Yeah, we'll stop. Why not? All right, guys. <laughs> Snap decision. We're gonna have some lunch. We're gonna pull over, and uh, we'll pick up the podcast right after. <laughs> Maybe put on some like elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. All right, everybody, we're back from lunch. <laughs> it settled you. in good. Thank you for waiting. <laughs> that was awesome. It was. We good. tried to make it quick. Yeah, but you know, this time one of the other things that will yet when you're going to this, like Donnie says, industrial forest. That's really what it is. Um what goes on in the woods and where they're working uh where they've been working uh the age of the the cuts and stuff like that is another thing that we end up having to scout right got to go up and see if the the woods that we loved a little while ago are still standing right? yeah because we've Basically. actually we've had a few guys that were that we've been talking to and you know they they hunt a few spots pretty regularly and they got some cameras out and stuff like that and then you go back and your cameras are gone and your woods are gone and now you find yourself in a you know, in a position where you have to go scout and find a new section of woods to hunt. And, you know, we run into that all the time. It's almost a yearly occurrence for us. Yeah. You know, and, and where they're working, we want to do the best to like avoid where they're working and, and not, not be in the way. And of course they're always looking out for trucks. Um, it is private land and you got to give them the, give them the right away. Right. <clears throat> the other thing that matters too is the safety of it and want to do our best to, like call out and be ready to jump off the road if there's a truck coming right and let them through they are working and they're doing their thing and a lot of places uh also too uh where we can't drive to um we'll have to park you know at at the gate or wherever you know we can we can hunt but we have to leave the rig behind um some of those places will take a little extra scouting and you end up devoting a day or whatever to go and check each one of those out and of course we're also looking at the road see how much in truck traffic the road has had you know the big heavy truck traffic and then also to you know just people hunting and stuff we're always scouting out what people are doing what part of the woods is being used um and like where they got done one of my favorite places is some chunk of woods that they logged this summer and they've left and now there's brand new dirt everywhere and deer just can't help it they go walk around in that dirt (laughs) and if i can see you know at the the landings of course all those dirt trails lead right down to a landing which inadvertently steers deer and animal up and in and out of landings all the time so every new landing with brand new dirt in it say the 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 dirt is at least a week old or more you know i'm gonna go want to walk around check it out and also pay attention like the last time it rained for the rest of the month i'm gonna start like making mental notes of when it rained and when the dirt changed right so if we have a you know a a little 
deluge for a few hours and you know three days from now I see a track and it looks kind of old in that dirt I will know that you know three within the last three days that that deer came through so that that's another way of like bare ground scouting looking around to determine what's happening the best you can with what you got and those those newer dirt areas are awesome it can really tell you the deal yeah you you definitely have to end up um, finding a new way to get some information um, and actually one of the things I'm interested about that I haven't heard too much about is the bird scenario um, how the partridges are doing have you heard um, rumor has it that the, the group sizes one. are down a little yeah. bit and there's not like these like larger coveys of grouse um, and they're a little bit smaller little singles here and there um, a few people have said boy there's hardly any compared to the last couple years which the last couple of years were a bumper crop. I oh, mean, for sure. There was, you know, great nesting for the, the birds, and they they did really well. And and we're due for things to maybe take a little bit of a downturn maybe. Yeah, and um, you're, you're but, also going to see, the with the amount of pressure that we had, I think, especially down low, a lot of your bird populations are going to be up higher, away from roads, away from people that were bird hunting. You're going to see, you're going to see some more of that. They'll probably be in. They're probably not going to be on the sides of roads. They're not going to be in the on the edges quite as much until they need some gravel or whatever. I think mm-hmm. in, down in the rivers and up higher will probably be where we saw them. Because when we went um, when we went for our walk on the ninth, we uh, I think we saw we flushed one on our way back down yep. up in the greenery. Yep. So we you know of course that's a really hard that's a really hard that particular rainy kind of not so not so not a good bird weather day. day it's not really a bird day so it's hard to use that as any kind of real it's a small sample size um but i will be interested to see how the bird scenario plays out mm-hmm. um you know i know that moose calves and a lot of the other numbers for wildlife are down a little bit um so we'll see uh, we'll yeah. see how it's all going to go as far as getting film and shooting partridges and stuff like that um it's going to be about like it you know always is maybe a little less this year but we could, you could find out the latter, and you know, it's just like the beginning few weeks where you go, man, there's like no deer around, and then all of a sudden, it just turns on, and then you're seeing them left and right, and there's tracks, and things are happening. You know, just because you're not getting much sign doesn't mean they're not there. They just might not be there right now. You know, well, I don't know how many times we've seen that, right? You you swear there wasn't nothing around, and then all of a sudden, wham, it just turns on. Yeah, yep. and and like you can't. And what somebody else tells you may be somewhat true for the limited little spot they went to. Yeah. Right. So like yep. you can't always believe that. And th- th- there's bound to be areas where, you know, there's more stuff and less stuff and whatnot. So it's like, man, at some point, like you can't take everything for face value. And I, I do. You'll, my, you'll know by the end of the season what the real deal yes, is. Yes. After, after you've gone out and after you've done your own kind of looking around, that's one of the things I try to do is I try to really only trust my own experience as far as what the woods are like, what the deer are doing, all that. Because, you know, just because somebody gives you some information doesn't necessarily mean it's going to apply to where you are. I mean, there's kind of a general, you know, like on a hot day, they're going to be trying to stay cool. But where they are and where they're trying to do that and, you know, the times of day, the things that you're eating and where to hunt, you know, that's all going to be kind of relative to where you are. I mean, if you're not in uh, the area in Maine that we are, it could be different for you. If you're in New Hampshire, if you're in Kentucky, wherever you guys are at, you know, Washington, you know, the kinds of you're going to just have to kind of take that general theme um, and then apply it to your local area. You know, that's one of the things that we try to do is try to make all the stuff that we talk about kind of um, more 
more of like a general strategy and more of general ideas than it is like a real specific how to because it might not it might not work for you it might not apply for where you are and what the deer are doing in your area because you know some deer some deer come into rut a little sooner some does come into heat a little sooner um and a lot of that depends on what the weather's like what the moon's doing and you know it's it's it varies from place to place i just try and like get the broadest possible picture of the overall things that are happening and then you know develop patterns off that you know whether the elk are moving today or not whether or not the moose are on their feet like at two o'clock in the afternoon or not right all of that stuff you're just trying to come up with some general things and and you're going to find exceptions to the rule and everything you do everywhere you go and some of those exceptions are good ones some of them aren't so yeah, good right yeah, right right but there's nothing you can do about that and you just in general like when everything feels right and even you feel like moving and not sitting around well they'll be on their feet yeah. right so like all of that will come to come into play for you as you go and that's kind of been the main theme of like just developing patterns of what you see and then making the most of them at the time and at the place and and then just trust trust your guts and go I think that's what we're going to we're going to try to do that a little bit this season um, is try to put out some podcasts as the weather is changing and as things are kind of developing because, you know, it might not be specifically like 100 percent accurate for where uh, and what you have going on. But, you know, we're going to try to um, let you guys know what tactics we're doing, how things are working out, what's what's really um, that we're noticing and then maybe kind of keep it a little bit more real time and relative to, you know, like. Um, a few years ago, it was really, really crunchy. Um, you know, we got a lot of warm weather during the day. We'd get some snow at night, and it would really cool off, and then it'd get warm during the day again. And then, you know, it would never really get up out of the crust kind of weather. And one of the things we we did was we were like, well, what what's some information that we can put out that would help people kind of hunt when it is crusty? And you know, we're gonna we're gonna try to do that too. Is when. When things are relevant to you, we're going to try to put out videos, try to put out podcasts, and just try to keep you guys in and updated on what we have and how things are working. And if we're doing something that's not really working for where we're at, you know, that's also something we want to share too, you know. We're going to do our best to also, like, if we can show you, put maps. We want to integrate maps in what we're doing, right? Um, satellite view a little bit so that you can see where where we like in a brand new spot how we would go about first scouting and then hunting that area um you know from god's eye view and that was something i've been wanting to do for a year or two now and we just needed to get the time and get everything lined up in order to do it and have a little free time and too we wanted the 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 drone and last year our drone was an issue so this year here we've got that fixed so yep we can picks out something new and and guess at what the landscape's like and where it is and what what we're hoping to find where and then you know see how our predictions are and go and um kind of take it to that viewpoint and that's something nobody's doing that we want to do and and that's i think would be the coolest thing it'd be something i'd want to watch i i keep looking at all of this is like what would i like to see you know and and of course we want to show ourselves enjoying what we do and and liking it and coming up with some some new and crazy and good stuff you know and, and you know that's one of the things that we get out of it is we really enjoy when uh you know we put out something that helps somebody get you know get their own deer or get their own kind of experience that's one of the reasons why we really love doing this kind of stuff for you guys is you know we love the stories come coming back the other way where it says hey i watched you know grump buck and i did the exact same thing and he pulled right up and i got him and here he is and 
you know, we love we love sharing that and seeing those things coming back and seeing it work out for you guys. So we're like, well, what else can we do to kind of give you give you some more uh, more things in your arsenal to help you guys have a great deer season? Not just get a deer, but help you have a great deer season, and then maybe give some more information to other people and you know make make everybody a little bit more successful. One of the things we want to do too is um, integrate the maps, but have us out there and like look at a landscape in front of you and say where should you go at that landscape you know maybe you're not uh maybe you're not having the map ahead of time and and not able to look at your hunting spot before you get there and if you just arrive at a new place to look at the landscape and hunt the kinds of woods and hunt the topography and really get you guys good at reading the land that's kind of one of the things we want to work on um work on this season is if you had to find a spot where there's a deer and you had to scout on the fly and you, all you have is the landscape in front of you what's going to be the best bet and kind of like basically we want to condense the amount of time it takes for you to find a deer and get him you know because deer season is limited and not a lot of people have the amount of time to hunt that we do so it's like well how can we how can we you know just speed up the process for you guys and you know at least get you into his location so then you can hunt and do what you do best like if you're you're watching somebody utilize a lake right and they have a kayak and they go down the side of the lake and they just see a weed bed and a lot of people will look at a mountain and they'll just say woods a forest right and then you you take a bass fisherman and he looks at the weed bed and he's already going right there right there and right there is where the fish probably are and if i cast right to here He'll come out, grab it, and I'll have one, right? He can look at that weed bed and see a whole new picture of what the kayaker just seeing woods or just seeing the weeds, right? There's a whole new viewpoint. And that's the part that we want to share with people is like when you're looking at woods, it's not just woods. And we're going to get into that a little bit this year. Yeah, we'll be we'll be spending more time on uh kind of strategies things that you can use as kind of a blueprint for almost anything that you're hunting as long as you know a little bit about your game and you know the kinds of woods that they like just being able to help you guys uh use this in anything whether it's moose hunting caribou hunting and elk hunting or turkeys whatever you know just help you guys get into really being able to see what's in front of you and how to utilize it and that's one of the things that we're gonna have a lot of fun with this year um and we probably uh We'll probably throw up just a ton of just, you know, the stuff you guys always know that we do. And uh, we're really looking forward to having some fun. I'm I'm feeling really, uh, really good about this deer season. I also know what I'm getting into. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like last year, you were just like praying for snow and we were trying a little too hard, you know, and taking it a little too seriously. And like this year, I feel I feel a lot lighter about deer season. I'm like, well, it's going to be like it was last year. Last year worked out pretty good. So, you know what? Who cares? Let's just go have a have a good time and we know the weather's going to break we know the deer are going to move this sunshine's not going to last forever right and then the deer are going to start turning up they're going to start popping out of the brush they always do they always do well it looks like we got another uh we got another couple hours of driving here we're just cresting in new hampshire now and won't be long we're going to be in maine i'm really excited this is going to be, we're going to have some fun. We're going to do some really fun stuff and uh, we're going to get to laugh a lot and have a great time and all the things that uh, deer hunting's really about, focusing on that. But I really want, I want to shoot one. You know what I mean? I want one. It's been, been a few years. I've been, I've been slacking. Time to, time to get on a giant, really track them down. One of the biggest things about like going to where there's lots of big woods, you look at it all and you say, oh my God, where do I start? 
and then also too like how am I going to handle all this and how much can I handle and whatnot like and even with us there are so many mountains now that we look at as we drive by them and say oh that looks good right there and this looks good over there and like we can't get to them all and there's so many people struggling like with no place to go and just Vermont alone is what five six hundred thousand acres of open land I mean New Hampshire is probably as much or more uh, Maine is bigger than all the rest of New England Maine, put together, right? So, like, when you say you got no place to go, man, that is so untrue, right? There's tons and tons of places that you can go up and give it a whirl and see what happens. And if anything, sometimes you need to get busted out of that rut you're in and end up in someplace new. And to me, or at least to us now in general, we're like, oh, a new place, right? And we start rubbing our yeah. hands. Let's go see, <laughs> right? Let's go see what's out there, yeah, right? right. And, and then, of course, the more you get used to that and you do it a lot, now it's like, man, let's go. So any of you that we've inspired to get out there and give it a try and you find something new, that's awesome, you know. And that's, that's what we're all kind of looking for. And, like, there's probably no perfect promise laying out there. But, boy, there's a lot of good stuff I don't know about yet, right? And it's easy also to get hooked on places that you know are really good. Yeah. And, yeah, you good go spots, good spot. Bill, like, yeah, you got to go like, to two hundred pounder. Yeah, bill. and like you can't just stay there all the time, right? <laughs> so it's like, no, nah, you got to branch out, move around, and yeah, go. Try something Although new. proven methods that work good are good. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but also too, like sometimes that that magic deer. Oh, that there was. A, did you just see that buck right there? No, oh, it's a buck there, right on the side of the river. Yeah. Jimmy, did you just see that buck? Probably not. It was right on the. Right on the Connecticut. Yeah, right on the side of the river. We're almost into Lancaster here. Just saw a buck. Oh, that was a good one. Road, oh, that two. was a good one. We Jimmy, can swing you got back your ears if you on. want it. You want to swing back and try filming? I just saw a nice buck bedded right in the dirt. Okay, you want to swing back? No, it's fine. Just keep trucking. It doesn't matter. Okay. He's in New Hampshire. We'll leave him be. I just I saw the white patch. and the... No, I just saw a really nice buck on the side of the river back there. Oh man, I don't know. I just saw the I saw the white patch, yep. and then I saw the freaking nice light antlers. Just oh man, it wasn't like a it wasn't a giant, but it was a nice one. Yeah. Hey, that's great. Yeah, that's two deer. We're seeing dude, dude. All right, and he was so right where the because of course the water is really low because it's been a really really dry, um, it's been a really dry, uh, summer. So Big right time. where the bank stopped and the gravel and the, the river bank starts, he was bedded right in right in the river, practically. Yeah. Just laying right on the side in the dirt. Ain't that some man. That's another thing yeah. that's great for scouting is like all your your water areas will have dirt and crossings. That was awesome. Right? So we'll walk right up a river and look, you know, a lot of times there's a trail up the side of the river that the deer will follow or people will follow or whatever, right? All the critters go up and down the side of it if they don't want to jump in, especially if it's fairly deep. But there will be crossings, and a lot of those crossings, most of the animals know them. And if you run over and check it out, you know, after a rainstorm, day or two after a rainstorm, go check it out. Uh, cornfields is another thing where they've cut the corn. Yep. And now you can go out and check all that dirt pretty easily. And, you know, it's one of these Connecticut Valley cornfields. If you took the time to walk across it, you'd probably see... Oh, quite a, a variance of every deer that's in that local area has stepped on that in the last week or two 
and you'll get to know if there's a good one around. And then, of course, all you got to do is look on the other side of the road up in the, on the hill someplace and pick out a yeah. likely-looking bedding spot and probably go up in there and find a little buck sign, and boom, you got one. Oh, yeah. Right? And, and also, too, it gives you a, a general idea of how many and how big a deer are using that, that area right there. And especially as you get closer to the rod, every every big buck's got to go run through some corn stubble chasing the doe. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's just normal. And you want to you be friends with the farmers down here. If you're hunting Vermont, you want to be friends with your farmers. What the? That dog is just laying on his side with his leg up. I I think she just wants her to pet him I'm right in the middle of the road. I, Jesus. It, I wouldn't be freaking petting my dog Norwegian? on the white line. It's not a... Not, Burmese mountain dog. Yeah, Burmese that mountain thing dog. Was? That's Jeez, what that was. Jeez, it looked like a horse laying on its side. Yeah, and it had one leg in the air, and the lady just kind of. <laughs> 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 that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's that probably dog what it was. was. Like I've had enough, and he he rolled on his stomach, wanted her to pet him. I guess I don't know. I thought maybe he was dead or something. She was standing over him. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I thought I thought the dog was dead at first too, but then it lifted its leg a little higher when she was petting it. <laughs> You see some strange stuff going down the road, that's for sure. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, that's kind of some of the things we're thinking. You know, that's what we got going on, and uh, we're looking forward to a great deer season. And we're seeing deer already. Um, we're going to have a blast. We're going to have a lot of laughs. And, uh, you know, keep your eyes peeled. If you guys are uh, listening to this on YouTube, um, definitely slide over to our uh, main channel. Um, we got a podcast channel. Uh, Mountain Deer Podcast and just our regular YouTube channel where we put all of our hunting videos and vlogs and stuff like that and uh, you know definitely check that up keep updated on that we'll try to put out as many as we can um, and of course if you're listening to this online on any of the podcast streamers you know definitely leave a review um, share some of this stuff with people you know that are trying to get into tracking or getting into deer hunting in general you know as we like to do our best to help as many people get into this as we can um, thank you guys so much for listening. We're going to do our best to keep them coming for you. Keep your eyeballs up. That's right. You might see a nice buck at any minute, even going down the road. You never know. That's right. We'll take them. All right. All right, everybody. That's, uh, that's us on our road trip podcast for right now. And, uh, we will be back in just a few days. Thank you so much for listening. Happy hunting. Good luck out there.